When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me and Manil. We're back with a bonus episode, here to answer your questions, your dilemmas, your queries, your funny sex stories. No matter what it is, I'm here to give you my two pence on it on the podcast. (laughs) So yeah, guys, if you have any of the above, don't forget to drop me a little DM on Instagram and I will hopefully get around to answering it at some point. It will always be kept anonymous as well. You don't have to worry about that. Voice notes are encouraged. I would love to hear some of your voices. If you want me to distort the voice, I can do. Or if you want to just put on a little accent, you can do that. But yeah, my DMs are always open, so please send away. But for now, let's get stuck into dilemma number one. I can't stop thinking about my ex from ages ago. Does this mean they're thinking about me too? We ended so long ago and I feel nothing towards him, but recently he's always in my head. Why? Help what's happening. It's weird how you can feel nothing towards someone, like as this person has said, yet still think about them all the time. I feel like everyone probably relates to that. It's like, get out of my head, like stop living rent free in my head. I literally don't care for you anymore. Not even don't care for you anymore because I feel like most people that have been in my life, you know, there always will be an element of, I do care for them. I care for their happiness. I care for their well-being. But does that mean I have any feelings towards them or want for them to be in my life again? No, absolutely not. (laughs) So why do you then carry on thinking about them? The honest answer to this is I have no idea. And do I think it has anything to do with the fact you've said, does this mean they're thinking about me too? I have also thought this thought. Does that mean that they're thinking about you too? Is it like a little, I don't know, weird sixth sense that you get? Or like when you dream about someone Does that mean that they were dreaming about you too? Nah, that one definitely isn't the case. But the whole thinking about someone and thinking, you know, is that because they're thinking about you too? I don't know if that's something we just tell ourselves when we're in Delulu land. Like, are we just telling, are you just telling yourself that because you want him to be thinking about you? Is that what you want? So that's the narrative you're going to tell yourself and that's why you can't get them out of your head? Because I think that's probably the case, to be honest. <laughs> I don't think it's anything to do with them thinking about you. I mean, maybe they are thinking about you, but I don't think that's why you're thinking about them. How do you get someone out of your head? 
I honestly think you need either someone else to think about or something else to think about because you don't replace thoughts about someone with nothingness. Like everyone has a constant inner monologue going on in their head. You always have constant thoughts. So you don't replace those thoughts about someone with nothing. Like you're not just sitting there meditating all day. (laughs) That's never going to happen. So you have to replace those thoughts with thinking about something else. So what are you going to think about? What do you, like, you need to think about what you're going to fixate on now. And that might be a new hobby. It might be a friendship that you can put more effort into now that you're not with this person. It might be a new boy that you can maybe hyper fixate on for a little while or take it to a dating app and start thinking about, <laughs> I don't know, taking your mind there and scrolling through the people there. It is literally a case though of just like finding other things to fixate on because it's like a habit. You're in the habit of thinking about that person because when you were in a relationship, that's obviously what you do. You always think about the other person when you're in a relationship and then you break up and you don't magically just stop thinking about them because you obviously think about them so much when you're going through it, through the breakup. But then it gets to this point, you're over the breakup. You don't care for, sorry, not that you don't care for them anymore. You don't have feelings towards them. You don't want to be in a relationship again. You don't want to get back together. Like you don't, love them anymore like that at all like you don't do not want them whatsoever back in your life and you very much come to accept that however you're still thinking about them and that's literally just because that's all you've known to do for the last however long you've been together it's a habit and it's a habit you just need to break and the only way of breaking that habit is thinking about something else or someone else (laughs) and that's why they say the best way to get over someone is to get under someone I don't necessarily believe that sometimes that can be the worst thing for you to be honest I think it really depends from situation to situation like from person to person because for some people that's literally the last thing you'd want to think about and you want to spend a year celibate and working on yourself until you're even ready to look at another boy or girl and for others that's literally the best decision ever and it snaps them out of it so I don't know you do you but yeah Sometimes it works, I guess. It's not a saying for no reason. This is an advertisement from BetterHelp Therapy Online. Guys, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like recently my emotions have just been all over the place, like completely haywire. And I know in myself it's because I'm bottling things up, I'm letting things stress me out, and I'm spiraling about them. I'm not talking about it. I'm just sitting there overthinking them, letting them stress me out even more. And as a result, I'm irritable, I'm getting angry at things I shouldn't really be getting angry at. I'm not able to be present and be in the moment because all I'm thinking is how stressed out I am about certain things. I know I'm not alone in this. I know this is something that so many of us face. We feel like we don't want to talk to our friends and family members about things that are stressing us out because they might seem small or insignificant in comparison to other things. Or we might just not even know how to go about initiating that conversation or opening up in that way to certain people and just getting the words out. And that's why therapy can be such an amazing safe space to get things off of your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down and causing you to feel like this. I have benefited from therapy so much in the past and one of the main things I think therapy brought to my life was just an immediate safe space where I knew it was time for me to talk. It was time for me to open up and talk about my stressors. I didn't have to have this like 
awkward kind of chat where I was like, hey, I want to talk about this or like not really knowing how to go about that with a friend or a family member. It just is that safe space for you to open up about these things straight away and there's no faffing around. And I think dedicating that time each week and allowing that space for you to open up in that way is literally the most beneficial thing for your mental health because just getting it out there takes away half of the stress straight away. And then not only that, but you talk it through, you rationalize it, you learn, you know, different better ways you can cope with these stressors. Also how to develop healthy boundaries and healthy routines and things that are gonna be preventative for these stressors in the first place. Therapy honestly just empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And I mean, who doesn't want that? If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and completely suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. With over 1,000 therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. My listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash crack. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash crack, C-R-A-I-C. And thank you so much to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, dilemma number two. Just want to say, love your podcast. I absolutely adore it and listen every week. Your voice is my comfort voice. Oh, thank you so much. Currently reading Conversations on Love and I read The Joys of Being Single from your recommendations. But I was wondering if you could talk about maybe being really happy single but at the same time manifesting the right relationship and how to manifest exactly what you're looking for because you seem to be really happy and I'm very happy for you oh thank you so much it really gets me when other people say you seem happy I'm happy for you there's something about it like I don't know it's just the cutest thing ever um okay oh my god I've lost my train of thought now that I'm getting emotional what was I gonna say Oh, yes. Okay. So how to manifest the right relationship and everything that you want, but at the same time being happy, single and being independent and not like searching high and low to find someone basically. (laughs) Just being content, single, but also manifesting the right relationship. Okay. First of all, I think you need to sit down and get real with yourself about what the dream or like right relationship looks like to you because otherwise you fall into a relationship that isn't right for you just because you want to be in a relationship so you need to get really clear with yourself on this and this is what I did after my breakup I sat down I wrote my non-negotiables I read them all out to you I literally did a podcast telling you all my (laughs) non-negotiables write down red flags as well I mean I feel like red flags they're pretty universal they're probably the same across the board but also write down your like 
big no's. Your big no's are like, if you find this out on the first date, there is no second date happening whatsoever, no matter what, even if everything else was perfect. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I think taking a bit of time to reflect on previous relationships, where they went wrong, maybe things that you dismissed, like maybe red flags you dismissed from the beginning, where maybe you went wrong yourself as well. You know, if you're looking back on relationships, you can see that communication is something that you need to work on. Well, then in order for you to have your dream relationship, that's going to need to be something that you work on and bring to the table then when you're in your dream relationship, if you want it to be communicative. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, although you need to sit down and get clear about what you want in a partner, you also need to get clear about who you want to be in a relationship. And I think that can be actually quite tricky because especially if you've been in maybe like toxic relationships before where you haven't really shown up in the way that you ideally would and maybe your partner triggered that in you. So hopefully, you know, your your dream partner wouldn't trigger that side in you. But that's not to say that those things couldn't come out again. So I think also understanding where you can be a better person within a relationship is really important and then once you have this very clear defined vision of someone and when I say vision I don't mean how they look I mean just like this kind of character overall character vision of this character once you've defined that then it's a lot more difficult for you to end up in the wrong thing because you know exactly to a T what you're looking for and won't sell for any less. Like you're you're raising your standards to what you know is going to be good for you. And you're recognizing that in order to raise your standards, you also have to raise the standard of yourself. Like you have to meet that standard too. I think I actually did a whole episode talking about that where, let me just find out what that was called. It was called setting the standard. And I basically spoke about like how to be the standard that you want. So if you want to hear more about that, definitely listen to that episode. But yeah, I think the whole thing is, is that the whole idea of manifesting, right? You can't manifest something that you don't have a vision of. Like you can't manifest a particular career for yourself without knowing exactly to a T what that looks like. And it's the same in relationships. You can't manifest a relationship for yourself when you don't even know what that looks like and that's why you need to sit down and you know actually think about all of these things and then I think when it comes to the whole you know like manifesting that but at the same time being content being single it's using that time that you're single to learn more about yourself to pick up the little hobbies maybe that you've always wanted to but maybe didn't have the time to when you were in your last relationship it's to spend more time with your friends it's to spend more time learning what the life is that you enjoy so that then you have that as a base you know what I mean you know at the end of the day what makes you happy so then if someone does come into your life and then leaves it again you know you're happy without them regardless like you've built your life up in this way without them where you know that you've got that no matter what and also I think just accepting that 
like I'm a huge believer in what's meant to be will be and what's meant for you like will not pass you and I don't mean that in a way like I'm not saying you're gonna find the love of your life by never leaving your bedroom and being a bookworm and not pushing yourself at all like you know if you do want to meet people you're gonna have to get out there and meet people and that's just the reality of it whether you want to do that by dating apps or whether you want to do it by going on more nights out with your friends so you can bump into more people or by I don't know pushing yourself to do other activities and go to other places that you wouldn't normally in order to meet people also it doesn't always have to be like about going out it can also just be really simple things like talking more in depth to your barista or joining a running club where there's loads of people your age like there's so many different ways you can get out there and meet people and yeah as I said you're not gonna meet the love of your life sitting in your bedroom like they're not gonna just magically come knocking on your door (laughs) as great as that would be so I think it's all about opening yourself up to these opportunities to meet people whilst not being like oh my god I have to meet someone but still (laughs) like not putting too much pressure just enjoying the fact that you are putting yourself out there enjoying the everything that comes from that you know the new friends you're making the new hobbies you're picking up the the nights out you're going on with your friends and the memories you're making and not fixating so much on the fact that you want a boyfriend or a girlfriend and that you still don't have one and more thinking of like all the other things that these things are bringing to your life and that you know, knowing that you are opening yourself up to the possibility of meeting someone and when the right person does come along, you'll know it because you'll know exactly what you want. For me, I was, so I had done all of the the things that I said in terms of, you know, my non-negotiables, my red flags, my big no's. I had this like, I was basically like, I'm not going like, head first into a relationship again with fucking blindfold on and ignoring all the red flags like I'm just I've learned my lesson it's not happening ever again I'm getting clear with myself about what I'm looking for I was very much at a stage where I actually was not looking for anything whatsoever although I'd done those things and I kind of knew okay in the future when I am looking for someone this is what I want however right now I'm not looking for anything like wasn't dating wasn't on any apps, was not even really like, I mean, I'd speak to people and I'd talk, but like for a bit of crack, you know, nothing more than that. Like I was very much enjoying being single and like just always being with my friends and stuff and having the time to myself. I feel like when you're single, you're like, oh my God, how did I ever have time for a relationship? This is amazing. I have so much time to spend on me. And that's kind of like the point I was at. And then I met my boyfriend and bear in mind like being the way I was as I said like did not want to date whatsoever but when I met him wanted to go out and date with him straight away and I think that's just how I knew because I was like so not open to the idea had it in my head exactly what I wanted then this person like randomly I met and I was like "Mm, you know what (laughs) this seems right and it was so yeah I don't know I do get what you mean like it is hard to find a balance where you are manifesting what you want but without being like dependent or obsessed with the idea of finding someone I feel you almost need to be a little bit detached from the situation you know 
to the point that you actually you don't really care until the right person comes and then you'll know they're the right person because then you do care if that makes sense yeah i hope that helped (laughs) i think that was a very long-winded answer Okay, that's all for this week's bonus episode. Remember to send me in your questions, your dilemmas, send me your funny stories, whatever it is, send me it on my Instagram DMs or even by voice note. And I'll make sure to get answered on one of the next bonus episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to give me a little five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. You can also leave a little comment, swipe up on Spotify and it'll say, what did you think of this week's episode? As always, thank you guys so much for your continued love and support. It means the absolute world to me. I will speak to you in next week's episode. Bye.